everyone. Welcome back to the Rockcast brought to you by Onyx Hunt Maps and Rockslide.com. Jordan here. And in this episode, we have Les Welch on, and we're going to talk about Matthew's bows, the new V3X that they currently have out. Some of the accessories with that. Uh, Les has been a longtime writer for Rockslide. He's reviewed uh, most, I think, if not all of the Matthews bow articles of like their new bows coming out that we've um, that we've published on the website. He's written like all of them. So I wanted to have him on and talk about that new V3X, uh, some of the new features that really are like super noteworthy um, for the industry. Like no other bow has, you know, like the bridge lock that they've come up with and and different ways of like, you know, attaching the rest and attaching the sight and then the accessories that they released with that to give you a more streamlined bow setup. So, um, yeah, we're going to dive right into it with Les talking about Matthew's archery. All right, Les, thanks for hopping on, man. Season is like right here. When do you leave? Hi, Jordan. Morning. Morning. Uh, my first hunt actually starts September 1 in Wyoming. I believe I'm going to be here until after Labor Day, though, just with some circumstances and um, timing. My dad had an emergency knee replacement a couple days ago, so I'm kind of hanging out here. And honestly, I don't have everything in order quite yet. I could get it done, but um, so it's going to be right after Labor Day when I head out, but then it's going to be a long trip. Yeah. What does your, do you want to talk about your season at all? What it looks like? Yeah, um, so I drew a Wyoming general archery elk, or it's a general, but I'll, I'll archery hunt that. Sweet. That opens September 1 to September 30th, and then I drew, um, I cashed in all my mule deer points. going to do a mule deer hunt in Wyoming. Uh, you guys will see and hear about that one later on. Mm-hmm. My son and my dad, actually, um, so my dad is upper 70s, and my son is uh, 19. They each cashed in eight points for Wyoming antelope which is also september 15th opener uh that mule deer is a september 15th opener and then i have uh colorado i drew a muzzy elk tag so i'm building that muzzle loader hopefully today yes here um that's september 8th through the 10th so gonna have a lot of miles going back and forth between wyoming and colorado for that month then i'll do a bunch of guiding in october and then midwest whitetails in november and uh, possibly back out to the mountains we'll see how it goes i got a couple more things in mind yeah, it's um, it's busy. It's like the season. <laughs> this is the first year I can remember in a long time that I have my September kind of to myself to do some of my own hunts. Usually I'm like out this first week filming, you know, a sheep hunt, which I'm not. I mean, I always wish that I'm doing more sheep hunts, but it is kind of nice being able to go after velvet mule deer um, early season instead of uh getting in on it you know middle of the middle of september when they're hard horned yeah for sure are you hunting what state uh that's idaho that's just general elk and deer general so not bad tags to have it's nice being a resident no doubt doubt. that's awesome yeah it's so it's so crazy how fast it came this year seems like oh yeah holy cow yeah it went from the end of july to the beginning of September pretty much instantaneously. Yeah, yeah it did. Oh, man. No doubt. Sweet. Well, I I wanted to, to get you on. You reviewed the Matthews V3X quite a... I mean, it's been a while ago now because they didn't come out with a new bow last year, right? 
Um, the V3X was new this past November, so whatever that was, about 10 past months November. ago or gotcha. nine months ago. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so you did a review on that, and then I actually just got that bow, like, middle of July, early July, uh, and I've been shooting it quite a lot. I got the 29-inch version um, just for compact reasons, and then uh, I shot a caribou in Alaska with that thing earlier this month and i've just i've just been really liking it i bought a vxr when they came out and that's the bow that i've been shooting since until i got this one and we were shooting them side by side in there uh this one is like it is more dead in the hand and i think more quiet agreed um i've shot literally every model they've ever made and it boggles me and i kind of put this in my review when i do right that like Every year I think, well, this is it. It can't really get any better. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, when I when I shot this bow for the very first time, I was like, I just turned around and I was like, there was nobody there. But I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just, I, I was in awe of how it, it's so dead in the hand. Like it's hard to explain um, until, until you can shoot it. Yeah. Yep. And then even beyond, and I, I want to dig into a little bit about, I don't know, I, I am much more the end user of bows. I think like I, I geek out on a lot of things, but just bows is not one of them for some reason. Um, but you dig into it a little bit more. Uh, so I wanted to talk about some of the features that they came out with on the V three X. That's like their bridge lock. That's like, you know, noticeably, uh, very new, like innovative system. And then the way their, their, uh, rest attaches as well. And, um, they've come out with some new accessories that kind of, I don't know, I think, you know, fill some gaps as far as, um, getting that, that, uh, quiver super close to your bow and all that. So, yeah, I don't know. Is there a certain place that you want to start with it? I, I think, you know, noticeably front and foremost is like you mentioned the bridge lock that that system is just, I mean, it game changing i guess you would say it uh definitely was new when it came out i was like uh when i get the new bow and like i have no idea what the changes are going to be when i when i pull it out of the box it's like i get to see it and know everything about it for the very first time and i was like holy cow what you know so that was Mm -hmm. super cool so to explain what bridge lock is how your site would normally mount uh on the outside of your riser like with the two screws the bridge lock this gives you both options so you can do the conventional side mount like like most people have done forever but bridge lock what they have done is machined out a dovetail right through the center of the riser from the front of the boat back towards the string and cables and it allows you to slide your dovetail sight right through the center of the bow and then bridge lock it lock it down with a set screw that's included and what this does is it puts the sight right dead center in the bow versus hanging off to the side that whether it be four or nine ounce sight or 10 ounce sight, whatever you're using, you know, to, it, it helps balance it out and make it more streamlined versus trying to pull the top of that bow over to the right because you've got that weight on it. And then in conjunction with that, what that allows you to do is not having that on the side of your riser that come out with a new low profile quiver, both one and two piece but that it will attach to your bow and it's able to get right up tight to the riser now because you don't have to worry about the spacing of that 
site conventionally mounted, pushing that out another inch or so. It just, it, it makes the balance of the bow. It's, it's weird how it changed it so much by doing something so small. Um, and, and I say it's so small, but obviously there's so much technology and thought process going behind how you machine out the center of your riser and hold the integrity and the strength core of it, but yet make it all work. But it's, it is really just such a little thing, but the way you feel it in your hand is so incredible. It's just, there's no shock. There's just really no movement in it. It's, it's impressive. Yeah. I lightened up my sidebar because of it a lot and have considered even just starting to shoot without a sidebar just because all that weight isn't so far over to the right of your bow that you need to bring it back. Or I guess everybody shoots, you know, different and whatnot. But um, yeah, it's, I really, I really like it. And a lot of sites are starting to have it now too. Like Matthews has their five pin site, um, I guess that they've branded. And I had that on the bow to start with. And then I just... I'm shooting a pretty heavy arrow this year. I'm like right up in the f- almost to five at 500 grains, and um, okay. and the just the site housing itself with five pins, it didn't stretch out enough to let me use all five pins uh, if I was going to go 20 through 60. So I went to um, SNS Archery and got uh, one of their God dang, what the heck is it called? Mm. Gosh, I'm going to have to cut this out because I just blanked on the... Oh, it's a black gold. The Okay. Yeah, it's a black gold. And I think that they kind of branded their own black gold site. And it's the Backcountry Hunter, but it's an SNS edition. And it is like almost dead on setup for the V3X to use with that dovetail system. And so that's what, that's what I went to. And it's working really good. I can have a slider with it. Um, but there's a lot of other ones like HHA, like you were talking about, and then spot hog, like everybody's starting to make one that is a lot more compatible with the V3X. Right. So, you know, obviously they kept it hidden or tried to keep it as much hidden as they could, what the new, new system would be coming into this last fall. So there was, you know, they didn't work with every site company to let, let the cat out of the bag. They just worked, worked with the one. Um, but now that everybody knows what's going on, I'm really curious to see how that will affect, you know, the ATA, all, all of the new drops that will come this fall or, the, you know, this, this season for the site companies. Because like you said, a, a lot of them um, are going that way. I shot the HHA, uh, put the, I slid that in there and set that up. And they had already come up with a little, you had to make an adapter plate because the one thing with, going to the dovetail and moving it right into the center of the riser like that, it moves your whole site housing. If you're a right-handed shooter, it moves it all the, it just, it's so far moved that you're you losing some of that windage. So HHA was ready and made a, a little adapter, which allowed us to get that space back so we could shoot it. And, and that worked really good. I, I absolutely love that site um, made right here in Wisconsin as well. And then this summer uh, working with, John Dudley a lot. I decided to try one of his custom knock-on edition. Um, and so we built that up. That's the fast steady spot hog and I'm shooting a triple stack. So that's also new for this year. I'm really curious to see about how, how that goes, but um, yeah, it's, it's amazing how they just slide in like that. And definitely I'm sure more companies will be getting on board here. This, um, this next round with, with that dovetail mount. 
Yeah. Do you think that this dovetail thing is something that we'll see other companies try to do? I do. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You're talking the bridge lock, right? Yeah. Yeah. Doing the bridge lock, especially with all these site companies trying to follow yeah. suit and make them compatible. Right. I, you know, I don't know how trademarking goes and stuff like that, you know, but I'm, I don't know why they wouldn't or how they couldn't, um, you know, just from a shooter wise, like it's so incredibly different that I, I really think they do. And if you look, you know, like over the years, the, the different changes companies have made, other companies have followed suit within, you know, a very short time, a time frame when it's one of some of these bigger changes. So I, I expect we'll see it coming. Yeah. Uh, quick detour back to that Fast Eddie site with that triple stack. What do you think of that? so far with the posts being uh vertical instead of horizontal um so i i have shot hha like forever as long as i can remember and i, I did shoot a, a spot hog in there randomly because you, you know i usually have multiple different bows and i like to try a lot of different things and so hha has always been a vertical um setup even though that was a one pin when i went to their three and fours then they were a horizontal Right now, I, I wasn't sure. When we just built it here about a month or so ago, and I wasn't sure if I was going to like it. And um, I actually haven't. So I haven't shot my V3X since last November with the last buck that I killed. I just fighting target panic really bad. And so I used a shot trainer all summer, and I'd shoot um, almost 100 arrows a day with a couple different back tension releases on the trainer just to work through that target panic and get my form down dialed. And um, I've just very recently started shooting the bow again and that's going very well and as of still right now i absolutely i love the triple stack i wasn't wasn't sure if i was going to like the vertical aspect of it because i'm so used to the horizontal uh with the hhas i've shot the last seven years now but and so far i really like it and i love the idea of the triple stack and how you've got three floaters Season is finally here, everybody, and let this be your reminder to make sure to download all of your Onyx hunt maps into offline mode before you head out into the field and lose service. And if you don't have Onyx hunt maps yet, go to onyxmaps forward slash hunt and use code ROCKCAST at checkout. You'll get 20% off. Go on, download the app, and you're just going to have a, a mapping app that is right at your fingertips. Definitely helps with uh, decision making and certainly helps with dropping pins and just keeping things organized. So it is a great tool in the backcountry. I don't think anybody can dispute that. Go to onyxmaps.com forward slash hunt to check it out. There are a few things that I love more than waking up on the crisp September mornings and glassing for bucks, listening for bugles, and just enjoying my time out in the field. And I really do think that that is enhanced by some good coffee. My go-to is Black Rifle Coffee's Instant Coffee Packs. Uh, they're small little packet sticks. They dissolve right into the water. You're not chewing on any grounds or any crazy things like that. They taste great. And they're great for mornings, of course, and then also a midday pick-me-up, which I really do enjoy. So go to blackriflecoffee.com. If you use code ROCKSLIDE with your order, you will receive 20% off. Go check it out. 
If you're anything like me, uh, you're always trying new gear stuff, doesn't matter what time of year it is, even if it's in the middle of September, you're swapping things around. A great way to save some cash on that is actually to get cash back over just saving money at a sale or something. And with ActiveJunkie.com, you can do that. So go to ActiveJunkie.com forward slash rockslide. It's going to give you access to some of the favorite outdoor and hunting brands. But overall, on the Active Junkie website, they have 1,500 brands and retailers. Basically, what they're doing is they're giving you cash back for clicking through to the brand or retailer you want to purchase through, through their website. So let's say you want a new sleeping pad. Yours went flat. You want to do that through Shields. Go to ActiveJunkie.com. Go to the Shields logo. Click on it. It's going to take you to the Shields website. You're going to purchase your new sleeping pad. Shields is going to ship that to you. And then Active Junkie is going to give you cash back up to 20% cash back for that purchase. So it's a great way to stack on with sales that the brand retailer is already doing and then get some cash back on the back end. So it's a great way to purchase gear. Check out activejunkie.com forward slash rock slide for more info. So this September, I think everybody can agree, has been absolutely hotter than hell so far and got me thinking it's really important to have good clothing to keep you cool, comfortable, and deadly, really. Um, Firstlight.com has you covered on that. They have everything you could ever need from early to the late season. This September, I have been rocking the Wick t-shirt a whole bunch. Um, Super comfortable t-shirt. I also love the Wick hoodie version of that. And for pants, I've just been using my like one pant to do it all in pretty much all the seasons, the Corgit Foundry Pant. You get a knee pad option. You can take them out if you don't like them. They have giant hip vents, which are you know key for uh, ventilation. And then the material is heavy enough that it'll take you all the way through the late season. You can find all of that and tons more at firstlight.com. I'm running the 33. Um, I... Last year, I ended up buying both lengths and shooting them. And then this year, I'm just running the 33. Uh, the new one's going to be getting dumped out here fairly soon. So I'm going to wait and see what length that is. Um, and I'll probably pick up both of the new ones at both lengths again, just to, to get the comparison and the feel of them. Are you running the Matthews uh, QAD IMX on yours as well? I am. Addressed? Yeah, I am. And okay. that is, yeah probably the next thing of how that quiver attaches the kind of follows suit with the bridge lock at least same idea of getting everything in line yep yep i can't remember exactly but i'd say it's been this is maybe the third or fourth bowl with this integrated third maybe i'm not for sure but it's just another you know another concept that they came up with so that the rest actually integrates right onto the riser it's um essentially it's a dovetail on the back of the riser uh more of a like a clamp dovetail i guess you would call it like a trying to think of maybe like an if you're familiar with the old weaver style scope mounts uh that's kind of how a way to equate Mm -hmm. it it just slides up over that rail and then clamps down to it and again makes it more streamlined uh lighter you know balance issues are are negated because it's a right on the edge versus the outside again so yeah definitely a really neat concept uh i've been shooting it since they launched and i absolutely love it it's super simple to put on it's easy to tune yeah just have no issues with it so yeah and you can here's another thing too with this rest anyways and some of these dropaways like you remember you used to have to like 
I think you used to have to, to like set it, you had to thread the cable or you had to, th- yeah, I guess thread that cable, like in between the cables on your bow or like, um, in between uh-huh. the strings and, or you had to tie it on or you like had to be a little more technical, but now they've got like this little, uh, it's like a little plastic clip that goes around your cable. The cable from the rest goes through it. You like draw your bow, set it down and then you tighten it. And then it's like, it's set. So it's easy for the end user to set if you're not super like a bow techie. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And it's very adjustable too. I mean, I, I still do the old school way. I still, I still run my, my cable drop through the, through the cable and then mm-hmm. tie a little knot and, and burn it. But once you do that, like you're, you're definitely stuck with that. There's not, there's not a real easy way to adjust it um, via start over or hopefully move it just enough where you can get it. But with the button that you're talking about, you can just, you know, loosen that up and, and tighten it or, or give it a little more slack, whichever you need. And it's super simple. Yeah. And then QADs in general, I mean, that ultra rest has just been pretty dang tried and true. I think I shot that thing for ever. I, it was on my first bow. Yeah. Yeah. I've been shooting it. I can't remember the, what I shot before this has been that long. So I don't know what it was. Yeah. So a lot um, of different things. Yeah. Just in general with the drop away versus something that catches your flatchings, like, you know, a, like a whisker biscuit or something like that. What are you gaining with a drop away? Uh, just, there's no, there's no contact with your arrow or your, your fletchings uh, that as soon as you fire the release, then that rest is already starting to activate and fall out of the way. So it's just arrow flight through there. Whereas, you know, say a whisker biscuit um, or this is way before your time, Jordan, but the, the <laughs> old, the, the double arm launchers, uh, gosh, like PM Hunter, I believe one was called. And so th- that was just two prongs that stood up and, and they stayed there. Like it was a spring as a springy rest, but it didn't move. Like it supported your arrow the whole flight through. And so it, it, there was just that option or that opportunity, I guess you would call it for your arrow or your fletchings or anything to hit and, and just, you know, misconstrue your flight path. We're here now that rest is getting out of the way. If you've got everything timed and set, right. That rest is out of the way before your fletchings get there and it's just total clearance. So just better arrow flight. Yeah. Gotcha. So moving on with the bow, one thing that Matthews came out with was their, their stay of field system. And can you, do you want to dive into that a little bit? I literally have it in my cart right now because I don't have it. And I think that it's something that you should have if you have a peep fly out or something in the field and you need to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a quick little, um, gosh, yeah, almost just call it a bow press, I guess, for a lack of better terminology, just just something that would allow you to, to work on your bow a little bit if you had to exactly what you said. And I think would probably be the most common thing that you would fix is if you're, if your peep flies out and you have a new one or you find it and you need to be able to retie it in, it's just going to allow you to get some tension off that and, and, and work with it. Otherwise you're just, you're going to have more troubles than not um, trying to redo something like that by sticking a, I, I've done it where you can stick a, take a pencil and, you know, kind of get it started in between your string and cables and, you know, just this, yeah. The, the SAS, the stay of field is just a nice little, and it's light, you know, it's just an ounce or two or whatever it is. And, 
take up no room in your pack. It just might help you stay in the field exactly like it says uh, under the right circumstances. Yeah, you've heard of people like they'll try to draw their bow back a little bit and then have a buddy or something put like a a wooden dowel or something in their cam so then it it lets your strings yep. relax so you could do it. Like this thing, you could do it with just yourself, one person. Like it seemed yeah. you don't have to draw it back. You actually draw it like backwards almost. Like you grab the yep. uh, grab the grip, grab the string, pull it back towards yourself, and then you thread this other uh, string on your cams and then it holds them and lets the string relax. I don't know. That, that kind of stuff is pretty dang genius, I think. And especially... Um, you know, it's 30 bucks, I think, or 40 bucks, which is, I don't know if you'd want to use it all the time as like a regular press. I mean, would you see any issues with that? I, I mean, just for ease of use and stuff, I would always want to have a press if I had that ability, but in the right conditions, like if I travel, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll leave whatever it is, you know, September 4th or 5th, and I won't be home until mid-October. I don't know where there's you know, bow shops on the road and, and where I'm going, like I, I'm, I'm going to have to drive a minimum of, you know, an hour and a half to get to the closest town that might possibly have a press. And that's after packing all my crap out or at least my broken bow, you know, four or five or in the one area I'm going, it's going to be seven miles for sure. Um, whereas just this little half ounce deal, if I can put it on there and get my stringer cable back onto the cam or, or whatever it is I need to do. Uh, yeah. It's an absolute no brainer. I, I literally think, it, I think it's like a half ounce or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty much nothing. Um, and then the, I guess quick, I'm, I want to cover, I want to go into the, um, which of the quivers that you're using, but they do have stabilizers as well with like quick releases. You can put back bars on, um, they have different lengths of their stabilizers too. I'm running like a front and a back bar both on a quick release system. So pulling it in and out of the bow is good, but they've got a six and eight, a 10 and a 12. And one of the thing that, things that's awesome is like, if you want to build your own bow, you can hop on Matthews, build it, and you can add all this stuff to it. And then when it gets to your house, it's, I think it's like ready. It's pretty much ready to rock. Like you don't have to piece a bunch of stuff together if you're just somebody that wants to, order a new bow, get all this stuff on it and go hunt. It, it, the bow builder is awesome. It's super neat. Like you can literally get in there and there are so many options. I mean, just besides the bow, like you said, now you're picking um, six, eight, 10 or 12 inch front bars, back bars. The, there's different knuckles. There's different rotations. Uh, the, the rest, you can pick the rest, you know, if you want to go standard or if you want to go the integrated, you can literally pick your strings and cables and probably I don't know. I, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say there's probably a hundred combinations or more that you can pick because you can literally pick your servings on, on each system. It can be different colors. You can match whatever. If you want to match your car, if you want to match camouflages, um, I'm trying to think of, yeah, the there's multiple quiver options. I'm actually right now, my, the, my current bow is set up with a two piece attached, which in a hundred percent honesty, I say I'm not a fan of it, but I don't mean this particular one. I mean forever. I don't like a, I do not like a quiver that I leave attached. I want to be able to take it on and off. Yep. So I do, I do have the one piece coming. It's just for me, it's easier when I'm in the mountains, when I do like 
if I'm doing a setup for elk, like I want my quiver off, I'm getting set up. I'm going to do a cold calling sequence for an hour. I want that quiver sitting there. I want, I want nothing attached to my bow except for my hand and being ready to shoot. And I just like the ability to pop it on and off really quick. Um, that being said, this two piece quiver that is on here right now is incredible. It's so tight and so light that I, I don't even really notice it's there. Um, I just need to be able to have the ability to take my arrows off my bow. So that's another, I mean, you can pick those options uh, in the bow builder system. They have, you know, whether you want to do the SCS or not, you know, that's the, they came out with that a couple of years ago. So that's their integrated bow raising um, rope attachment point. So you can lower and raise your bow from the, from your tree stand. It's just, allows it to hang perfectly vertically it's just a little knob you can you can pick that so you can literally pick any options you want including the site that you started shooting the year with mm-hmm. and how that comes so it'll, it'll come in the box with your string and cables um the color choices everything you pick there will be attached but as far as that then the accessories themselves will still be in the packages they'll be in the box gotcha. you'll still be able to go you'll be able to go through and set that up um which is for the most part is pretty basic. The IMX is actually super simple to attach um, and, and get centered up and, and they come centered for, for the bow usually really, really good. I've had to make very, very few adjustments and I'm very particular on how I set my stuff up. So it's, and, and if you do have to make an adjustment, it's super simple. So yeah, nice. that's, um, I'm, it, it, it's such a neat system and it's fun. If you want to be really particular and build your one bowl and have it exactly how you want it, go to the Matthews bowl builder on the website and, and pick it all out. You pick, you send it, it goes right to your dealer then, and then you take care of it through your dealer. So. Perfect. So yeah, that's one thing I, I was thinking too about, a, it's a good advantage of going with like the site and the rest and everything that they come with is because all of that stuff is set up to where, it's not like a plug and play, but it's pretty damn close when you put them on just how they're set coming on out of the package. That was my, um, my experience anyways, is like, it's not like things were way off and you had to take things apart and move them way over. And it was a big shit show. It was like, everything's pretty damn close and, uh, it's easy to make your fine adjustments from there. It's definitely not like it was in the days the, the old school days where literally you bought your bow and then you had to go pick a site and you had to go pick a rest and you had to go pick a stabilizer and a quiver and, and a peep site. And uh, back then we didn't even use string loops. You pinched two brass denox on your string and, and pick all that stuff out. And like, exactly like you said, like none of that stuff was designed for that bow. Like it was universal. It would fit anything. So there is times you would have to take a spacer out of a, out of a rest and then you would still have to move it a half an inch in your sight. You would have to add two spacers and crank it over half an inch to get your center shot lined up. And I'm literally not even kidding a bit when I say I take that IMX out, I put it on and I just shoot an arrow. I don't even look at it. I I paper shoot an arrow and see where it's at. And that tells me if I need to make an adjustment. And and this one on my current bow, I never made a a single adjustment to it. I've changed arrows a couple of times and it's just spot on. Yeah, that was uh, how my rest was as well. <laughs> Seriously. So nice. Yeah, I, so nice. I've spent so hours sitting behind a paper tuner and having to adjust rest because they did come so far out of the box off. And then you literally, the time saved now, is it's, it's incredible. To, I mean, when I say that most anybody could set up a bow today, I, I really, if you have any archery 
tech savvy at all, you can set up a bow nowadays. It's yep. pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Um, I've got that low pro detached quiver, the one piece you can, well, I just said you can take it off. Uh, and dude, I, I really like it. It was like the attachment for it. Like it goes in the top and then where it slides in the bottom and locks, like the lock is a little sticky at first, but it's really coming around now and, um, getting to be like really, uh, easy to take it off one handed and quiet to take it off one handed. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the system. I've been using it for well since they came out with it and it is super nice. I, it's just quick and quiet. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, I will, um, thanks for coming on, man. I'll let you get to packing and good luck this season. I'm going to go pack myself. <laughs> <laughs> thanks Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, it's just amazing how fast it got here. I, I think doing all the total archery challenges this summer, I just it was gone so much and I feel like I'm a little behind the eight ball, but shooting some arrows yesterday and it felt really good. It kind of brought my anxiety level back down into normal. All right, let's go do this mode. So nice. here we are. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Well, uh, thanks again. I'll get this episode out. It just needs to go in September to fulfill our deal with Matthews and then yeah, I suppose awesome. on to the next thing. So thanks for taking some time. Seriously. I know you're really busy. Oh, no worries at all. No worries at all. Cool. Well, I'm sure I'll see you at the uh, end of September, 1st of October if Robbie gets his way. Oh yeah, you will. I've got it locked <laughs> in October one through five. So. Okay. All I'll right. Be there. Sounds good. Thanks awesome. Les. Good luck. Tell them. Thanks. Bye-bye. Yep. See ya.